Over the last several weeks, I've been talking about flashcards, flashcards everywhere. Blueprint MCAT was testing out Quizlet to see if students would use the amazing flashcards that they created. They put about 200 flashcards on Quizlet, and behind the scenes, they've been working hard at creating over 1,500 flashcards now available at mcatflashcards.com. The amazing platform that they have now created will allow students to study what you need to learn for the MCAT using proven spaced repetition strategies built into their platform, again, at MCATflashcards.com. This is no longer on Quizlet. All of the amazing tools are for free over at MCATflashcards.com. Go check them out. These are flashcards created by the industry experts, Blueprint MCAT experts, creating these flashcards to help you learn what you need to learn. These are not sketchy flashcard packs that you're downloading from the dark internet. These are flashcards created by the best MCAT company out there to help you maximize your MCAT score for free. Again, that's MCATflashcards.com. The MCAT Cars Podcast, session number 109. The car section of the MCAT gives thousands of pre-meds nightmares every night. Whether you're an ESL student, lack confidence while reading, or a slow reader like me, Jack Weston and the medical school headquarters are here to help you score higher in every section so you can be confident you're ready to get the MCAT score of your dreams. Now, welcome to the MCAT Cars Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. As always, I'm joined by Jack Weston from jackweston.com. If you haven't gone over to jackweston.com recently, go check it out. He has new MCAT science practice passages. Go to jackweston.com, click on practice, and check out his MCAT science practices. Jack Weston, always known for his cars passages, now has science passages to boot. Again, check check them out, jackweston.com. Let's go and jump into our passage today. Jack Weston back for some more MCAT Cars podcast. How you doing, my friend? I'm great, Ryan. How's it going? I'm doing well. I, I, I want to call this like the MCAT truck podcast. I, I think we are, are very elitist in our use of automobiles and the car here. Um, there, there are motorcycles and there are trucks and there are all-terrain vehicles. <laughs> I think we should focus on those as well. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> how about how about uh, MCAT flying podcast or yes, plane, of course, plane podcast. As as, <laughs> as a licensed pilot, I I want to to uh, represent the the aerospace industry as well. So, well, we just have to figure out a good like representation of every letter in plane. So, what does the P <laughs> represent? Right? Um, mm. Yeah, L A. Who knows? We'll work on that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a good meme that'll they'll go up on uh, on the website soon. Um, so let's let's chat for a second for someone new listening to this podcast. They don't know Jack Weston. Who who is Jack Weston? What do you offer the pre med world? You know, as uh, we just want to help students out when it comes to learning how to take this test. You know, whether it's using our cars passages and practicing or getting our lessons, our course uh, content. Uh, if you need extra help, 
or even if it's just you know just getting advice admissions advice and and anything related to the pre-med world really that anything that concerns you is our concern so we want to make it easier that's really the bottom line and and i we we try to make our courses in a way that co- it covers all of the mcat that you need all the mcat knowledge all the mcat skills uh, i do think that there are two things that really separate us from like other typical test prep companies. One is we focus on critical thinking skills. So we firmly believe this is a test taking test. It's a, it's a test where you have to really know how to take the test. And that means knowing how to read the passages, knowing how to look for ideas, knowing how to answer the different kinds of questions they ask, not just knowing the science concepts. And um, I think once students buy into that and realize that's what this test is all about, it's all about thinking critically, reading, um, they start noticing their scores jump and they're not stressed out as much about the test anymore. Uh, The other major kind of differentiator is our support. Like if you come to office hours and you have questions and you have concerns, we're here to help you until you're ready. So yes, our courses do have deadlines. They're typically three to six months long. But if you sign up for a course and you're working hard and you're not ready for whatever reason, we have no problem extending your access to our courses, extending our help um, you know, indefinitely until you understand what you're doing. Now, there is a caveat where you know, if you're not putting in any work, you're going to have to pay to extend. So if you're a hardworking student who really wants to get to, to know this test and figure it out and get out as soon as possible, I think we're a great stop great place to to check out uh, not just for our free resources but also our guidance um but yeah i mean i think those those are kind of what makes us who we are as a team nice all right all at jackweston.com uh, let's go ahead and dive into our passage today what's what's going on today you know, this is that kind of passage that seems easy, but you go, oh, what's the point? Like, what are they, what, what are they trying to get at? <laughs> so the motto is keep going, right? Because you don't know until you get to the end. Yeah. So don't give up. Don't think you, you're lost. Keep going. Keep going. Just keep swimming, as our friend Dory says. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, jump in here again, as always. Read before you listen. Come to your own conclusions and then come come listen and, and see where we go with it. First paragraph. The term self-storage was coined by analogy with self-service. But the analogy is flawed. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh. The term self-storage was coined by analogy with self-service. The analogy is flawed. All right. I'm already confused. I give up. <laughs> um, so we have to we have to know what an analogy is first of all. We have to know what self storage, self service, um, coined by analogy. I've I've no idea what what that's supposed to mean. I, I guess self storage. The term self storage is meant to. It, they're, they're saying it comes from like it's self service storage, and so it's called self storage. I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly it. But what? Don't get caught up in the words. What is it trying to say about these words? That they're flawed. They're flawed. That's the key, right? So the author thinks: Are they are they actually self serving, or are they not self serving? Yeah. 
they're not. They're not. So yeah. that that's the point. So I think everyone knows what self storage is. You've you know if you live in America or even Canada, you've probably seen a lot of these different warehouses um, where you can just store stuff. So <laughs> you gotta keep all your stuff that you never use. We gotta keep it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think they have auctions and stuff, right? If you don't, oh, if you yeah. don't pay, storage wars, man. Come on, it's a good show. Storage wars, yeah, yeah. So I remember watching a one of those episodes one day, um, but yeah, you know, that's not as relevant to us, but that's okay. You know, you you can visualize it. You can kind of sense where it's going. Yeah, do you need to know what an analogy is? I think so. I think the test is it does examine you on analogies. So an analogy is just presenting the same concept, the same principle in a new situation. So new context, but the same idea, the same kind of philosophy. Mm. So um, they're saying that you can't make this analogy. Self-storage cannot be analogous to self-service. Okay, we can just go with it. All righty. Um, oh, all right. You can pump your own gas at the station, wash your own clothes at the laundromat, scan your own groceries at the supermarket. But as those who cannot resist the gag have pointed out, you cannot store yourself. Um, okay. So I, I guess, uh, I, I guess that's what the author is saying. You, you, self-storage is not the right term because you're not storing yourself. Yeah, I don't know what exactly yourself means. Is it your items, yourself as in as in your body, right? Yeah. We have to keep going. Yeah. Some combination of municipal code, state law, and company policy will always forbid it. All right. So I'm assuming they're talking about your body, your own body. You cannot just sleep in the self-storage place. Right, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, Okay. So interesting start here. Took took a little time, but hopefully we have some foundation to, to build off of. Next paragraph. We rent a storage unit in a building three blocks from our apartment in Brooklyn near the East River. All right, so I'm assuming this is the, the author here talking about their story of renting a storage unit. The building is surrounded on three sides by an electrical substation, and there's nothing else on that street, which is the last street before the water and is only a single block long. All right, so it's just a, a description of the building that hopefully doesn't, doesn't need to be learned or memorized. By late March, the staff is uncertain whether the facility will, will remain open as an essential business under emergency public health orders. All right, so a COVID article here. Um just more information about this specific building. So a few hours before those take effect, we go to the unit to collect any items that could prove desirable or useful over however many months the building might be closed. All right. So the, the author here going and potentially going and getting the items that supposedly weren't useful <laughs> ever before because they're in storage, but maybe, maybe just maybe we'll need them now. <laughs> Got to get our masks out. Got to get our <laughs> yeah. uh, PPE stuff out. <laughs> yeah, that's where I keep all my PPE. Um, okay, so this just seems like, in my mind, is more of a throwaway paragraph. It's more description. Yeah, it's a great way of looking at it. They'll probably never test you on this paragraph. And MCAT could definitely throw something like this at you. 
You just have to read it, understand it, and move on. Okay. Paragraph two, or three here. Years ago, at a Texas storage facility outside town and near the airport, one of us came across a man who sometimes lived in his unit on the sly. All right, so someone did self-storage themselves. Uh, the, the author here talking about someone who, who did live in a unit. Okay. The units were all outdoors, just rows of roll-up shutters. So again, more, more description of the, this different building. The management locked the bathrooms at night, the man said, and made sure the water temperature of the faucets was unpleasant for sustained use. So the, the owners here, the management, trying to make it not hospitable for someone to live in a unit. The man said he wasn't homeless, though people who live in their units usually are. He ran a business out of his, something that accounted for the dense assortment of equipment hanging on the walls and involved a lot of metal grinding. And so just more description. This this author loves painting these pictures for us. Yeah, like what's the point of all this? Is this just to say self-service is not self-storage, right? Or self-storage is not self-service? Like what, what's the point? Yeah, I don't okay. know. <laughs> I don't know yet. Um, they didn't bother him about running an extension cord for his tools, and he just liked to sleep there sometimes. All right, so not homeless, just ran a business and would crash sometimes. Next paragraph. It was in Texas that self-storage originated in the 1960s. It's a little history lesson of self-storage units. The industry has flourished since then, and the United States now has 2.5 billion rentable square feet, at least 90% of such space in the world. Over the same period, the average size of an American single-family home nearly doubled, and the average number of occupants fell by a quarter. Wow. Okay. So a little history lesson here. We have tons of tons of storage space. Uh, 90% more, uh, 90% of the total in the whole world, which is crazy. Um, and just a history lesson of, of our houses getting bigger and the average number of occupants fell by a quarter i'm assuming occupants of those single family houses so homes are getting bigger there's less people in them but we still need all of this space for junk okay all right (laughs) yay uh materialism (laughs) um next sentence here this suggests that self-storage was not an inevitable convenience but something else perhaps an indicator of national psychopathology Yes, yes it is. Okay, so this took a, an interesting twist and turn that I was not expecting after reading that first line about self-storage and self-serving and whatever. Right, so what's the point? What is? What do they ultimately get to in this last paragraph? Um, that self-storage units are probably not necessary, but more a reflection of how crazy we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's really it. And if, if you get stuck in the middle trying to think about the stories, you might, you might lose sight of this. Right. So I think that's it. I mean, if you just keep reading, you know, don't give up, read until the end, because a lot of times 
they'll give you the points at the end of each paragraph or at least the end of the passage. Mm-hmm. Most MCAT passages, on average, the bigger ideas, the important points that they want to make are made sometimes in the middle of the passage, most of the time in the middle of the passage, sometimes at the end, sometimes in the beginning. Most of the time, I would say it's three or four paragraphs deep. So if you don't find it immediately, that's okay. Just keep going. All right. There you have it. Another great passage for you. Hopefully you are learning. Hopefully you are absorbing this information, not just passively listening, but actually going and looking at these passages, reading them, trying to come to your own conclusions, and then listening as if you're going to a tutor so that you can be corrected and you can learn every day. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Cars Podcast. This is MedEd Media. Don't forget to go to MCATFreePrep.com and learn how Blueprint MCAT with their powerful analytics that take the guesswork out of the MCAT and the only fully customized study planner can help you on your MCAT journey. Again, that's MCATFreePrep.com.